This is JC Talks, a leadership podcast, episode 43, with me, your host, JC Hurtado Prater. Today, we're wrapping up our series, The Pursuit of Greatness, part four. can talk with crowds and keep your virtue or walk with kings nor lose the common touch if neither foes nor loving friends can hurt you if all men count with you but none too much if you can fill the unforgiving minutes with 60 seconds worth of distance run yours is the earth and everything that's in it and which is more you'll be a man my son we're in this series, the short series, where we're talking about uh, if we're, we're going through the poem If by Rudyard Kipling. In the last episode, we talked about this idea of risk and determination. Today, we're talking about this idea of honesty. If you can talk with crowds and keep your virtue. I, I heard a, a great man that I respect who's been in front of massive crowds his entire life. And he says this. I wrote it down here. He says, the larger the crowd, the further from the truth you get. If we're not careful, those of us who speak in front of crowds, the larger it gets, the further from the truth we get. And why does that happen? Well, we want people to like us. We want to tell big stories. We want people to be impressed with who we are. And so we tend to exaggerate. We tend to get away from the truth. You know, I, you know I've had those moments before. Now, I've, I've never told an untruth or a lie in front of a congregation, but there are times where I, I walk off of a stage and I say, you know, I, I, you know, I, I walked the line a little bit. What he's talking about here is if you can talk with crowds, if you can get in front of people and as leaders, that's what we're called to do, right? Be in front of people. That's what's not even what we're called to do. It's what we have to do. We, we get in front of people. And again, this all goes back to this neediness. If we're people who are needy, we begin to tell maybe stories that we shouldn't tell and we tend to lie. And, and there's something about the platform. It's that separation between you and them. And even though it's intimate because you're right there in the room with them, there's something about the platform that will, there's something about the platform that if we're not careful, will make us untruthful. And what this is, what this is saying is to have the ability to be a leader and to be honest, to continue to work with people, to continue, you know, to continue to um, be be connected to the people through integrity, truth, and honesty. That's a big deal. Or walk with kings, nor lose the common touch. That's humility, right? I think some of the greatest people that I've met in my life, I've watched them, and they're able to sit with the uh, most powerful person in the room or in the community. And then within the scope of hours, they're able to be with somebody who's, uh, who can't do anything for them. And that's what it's talking about here. When you're sitting with kings or powerful people, there's a sense of I'm close to them. It's doing something for you. Can you have the same humility when you get next to somebody who can do nothing for you? That's what this is talking about. It's this idea of humility, being the same person, we talked about that in one of the past episodes. You know, we don't get too high. We don't get too low. Being the same person, no matter what room we walk in. If I'm talking to someone who happens to be homeless in that season of their life, I, sh I, I have the same compassion for them, uh, the same interest in them as I do if I'm sitting with somebody who's a power broker in the community. Both of these are the same. 
if neither foes nor loving friends can hurt you, that's this idea of self-reliance. Again, this middle ground, easy. You know who you are and you just keep moving towards your purpose, your vision, your mission, living with your principles, living with your values. This idea of self-reliance, your foes can't hurt you, but also the loving friends can't hurt you. You know who you are. Right? There's, no, there, there's not this idea of having to prove yourself to anybody. If all men count with you, but none too much, you're independent. Right? You're not needy for the crowd. I've talked about that before, that I, I think the greatest, the greatest, the foundational flaw that will lead to every other flaw in, in, in leadership, right? Mistakes surrounding power. Uh, sex and money. Those three things will take a leader out of their job in any kind of field. I don't care where it is. You don't know how to handle power. You don't have a pro, you know, appropriate boundaries around sex. You don't know, you know, you don't, you don't have appropriate, uh, I, I would say boundaries with all three of them. If you don't have appropriate boundaries when it comes to power. You don't have appropriate boundaries when it comes to sex. You don't have appropriate boundaries when it comes to money. You're going to get yourself in trouble. And all of that comes to it. If you sit down with somebody who's lost something major, they've, they were once in a high position and they lost it. And, and if you talk to them, there's a need that they have inside of them that they were using the position and access to power, money, sex, or whatever it was to gain some control. But there was this need that they were trying to fill. What this is talking about, if all men count with you, but none too much, is this, is this independence. You are self-driven. Again, here in a few weeks, we're going to look at the uh, poem, the writing called Self-Reliance. That's been a game changer for me. And that's what this is all talking about. Your friends and foes can't hurt you. All men count with you, but none too much. Why? Because you know who you are. You are independent. And then I love this. It talks about time. So honesty, humility, self-reliance, independence, and then this, this appreciation for time. If you can fill the unforgiving minute with 60 seconds worth of distance run, what does that mean? Every minute has 60 seconds in it, and you don't waste time. There's another, um, it's more spiritual in nature. I want to say it was written by Jonathan Edwards, who was an evangelist way back in the day, but he has this uh, he has this writing, which is called, I forget the name of it, but I'll figure it out. But it's about, he talks about this idea of not wasting time, of how precious time is. And, and we do it often. I do it. You do it, right? It's something that's, that's there with us. You know, oftentimes we're avoiding the task that we need to do. I'm going to be transparent with you just this morning. I knew I had to get up and do this, but before I I, I do this. I, I need my, 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 my floors cleaned. You know, they're getting a little bit, you know, they're getting, you know, I try to do that about once a week or once every other week. You know, I've got these, uh, I don't know what you call those floors, the ones that get shiny. And, and I've got a six-year-old daughter who runs around here and she's spilling stuff all the time. And it's, so I, you know, and, and me too. Right. And uh, I got up this morning and I was wasting time on the phone. And what was it? I, I just didn't want to get up and get on my knees and scrub them floors, right? But you got to do it. And, and, and we're all guilty of that, right? And, and what it's saying is fill up the minute, fill up the minute. And then it ends by saying this, yours is the earth and everything in it. And which is more, you'll be a man, my son. 
everything we've talked about in these last few episodes, this idea of keeping your head about you, remaining calm, cool, collected, and confident, trusting yourself when everyone around you is doubting you, right? People lie about you. People gossip about you, but you don't turn around and gossip about them. You don't engage in it just because someone else has done it to you. Dreaming, right? But not being, not being mastered by the dream that you still have control over your life, not just this vision and everything else around you goes to pot because you're constantly on this journey towards the dream. Triumph and disaster, but you walk through it and you don't believe the triumph. You don't believe the disaster. You know who you are. Neither one change your perspective. You remain consistently consistent through all of it. Watch the things that you've given your life to broken and you just stoop down You pick them up and you start building again. Determination, risk, risk. Honesty, humility, self-reliance, independence, not wasting time. Understanding, and, and, and here's the deal. And I've heard many people talk about this. And I've spent some time in nursing homes, uh, you know, talking with people. And the one thing at the end of everyone's life that they want more of, why do people when they get cancer and they're, you know, the diagnosis is is bearing down on them and they're doing everything they can to fight, fight, fight. Why? They want time. And I guarantee you the richest people in the world would give up everything they had if they could just get a little bit more time. Now, I don't know what that feels like because I'm not there yet. I, you know, I haven't been in a situation where I've got, uh, a finite amount, you know, we all have a finite amount of time, but I've never sat with a doctor who said, hey, you've got six months or a year or three months or whatever it is. I don't know what that feels like. And if you get treatment, you know, you've got six months, but if you get treatment, well, you know, to give you a year, now it's going to be a really painful year because you're going to be in treatment. And yet people still do it. They take the, the extra six months and all the pain that goes with it. Why? Because they just want time. And how dare we, how dare we, how dare we, and I'm speaking to myself here, Take the time that we've been given and waste it on whatever it is that we waste it on. And I don't know what that looks like for you. I don't, you know, it, it, it looks different for all people. You know, for me, if I'm not careful, and I've been really trying over the recent weeks to come off social media because I've just found myself, sometimes my thumb, you know, my thumb hurts because I'm just sitting there scrolling. And I'm thinking, man, there's so many things I could be doing for myself. Teaching is what I want to give my life to. You know, these podcasts and, uh, you know, I teach for a couple of universities and I do some consulting and training. So books and creating products. And that's what I need to be giving my time to, because that's what I am placed on this earth to do and be a great dad. And hopefully be a good friend, you know, to those people who I have friendships with and and have, you know, decent relationships out there and and. and and also enjoy life, right? Go to great restaurants and, you know, partake in some of the great things that are, you know, that are happening in life. But I can't do that if all I'm sitting there doing is just scrolling and scrolling and scrolling. And so I don't know what it looks like for you, but there's something probably that, that you know, man, if I took this out of my life, I'd free up about three hours a day sometimes. TV. I grew up in the Midwest. It, it happens out here. I don't know why I'm just blaming the Midwest, but I grew up there where, you know, you go to work for eight hours a day and you go home at night and you sit around the TV for three hours and people get excited about it. Ah, Thursday night's my show. Hey, it's Wednesday. Did you watch our Tuesday night shows last night? And then they talk about it all the next day and they go home and watch more shows and, and eat a bunch of food. And, and that's just kind of life. I don't understand that for me. And more than likely, if you're listening, you agree. We have one life to live, no time wasting. And here's what it's saying. If we can do these things, everything that I just mentioned, 
Yours is the earth and everything. And, and here's what I'm finding the older I get, and hopefully the more disciplined I get, opportunities begin to present themselves to you. People want to get closer to you. People want to know you. People want to uh, provide opportunities for you when you're on your purpose and they see that you're disciplined and you're moving forward. That's a real fact, folks. And, and those of you who've uh, lived, you know, and you've done this, you lived according to your purpose and, and you, you understand this, you understand this. What a phenomenal poem. If, if, and that's the key, if, that's why it says here, if we can do all those things, if, it's like an if then statement, if you can do all of this, everything we just said, risk, determination, honesty, humility, keeping your head about you, not waste time, if, then yours is the earth and everything in it. It doesn't promise money, success, all this stuff, power, all that. What it means is that the life that you are dreaming of, the life that you are meant to have, not even just dreaming to have, the life that you are meant to have can be yours. And then, because I can already hear somebody saying, come on, man, this is a bunch of, this is a load of, you know, go to some of these poor countries where they can't, uh, you know, they, they don't even a- have access to podcasts. Well, then that's part of your and I, that's part of our job. I know, and, I, and I'll tell you this. Once I get my business up and going, my greatest dream is to build a foundation that's building schools all over the world in places where they don't even know they need them yet. That's the greatest dream that I have, or at least be a part of something like that, be a part of an organization who's doing that. That's one of my greatest dreams. And uh, I think we all need to be turning around and helping as much as, as many people as we possibly can. Anyway, that's my time for today. I look forward to seeing you on the next episode of JC Talks Leadership Podcast. Take care.